Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back, everybody. This is the communications episode part two, take two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Adam, and here's Danielle. Hi. And we are back for the communications thing. The communications thing. I don't know how to communicate. (laughs) We established that in part one. All right. So we we received a lot. I, I snoop through Instagram. I know you do, and I don't like that. I know you do. I know you don't. Yeah. Right. You're Uh, like, I I, I feel like it's like, I feel like I'm like a 14 year old with my diary and I'm always like, you are going and going through it. Like my messages with our people, with our, you know, our audience is private to me. (laughs) They're like my friends. Like I don't want you reading my texts from my friends either. Of course. I I would never invade that privacy. This isn't that much different. Well, that's a marriage or martinis Instagram community uh, that's not a danielle on the marriage of martinis instagram community do i you got do? i got one follower i'm thinking of blocking you <laughs> can you imagine if i blocked you i already have to block our kids well that makes sense yeah i got us one follower this week i was very proud of that that's amazing yeah i wow. don't know how to instagram um not i don't even know if i know how to instagram obviously you know how to I instagram mean, i don't know i had one of our listeners um educate me on instagram because i did it wrong in replying to one of her messages or posts or whatever mm-hmm. they do on Instagram or mm-hmm. the wall or something. Just stick to behind the bar, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and you mean editing the technical stuff? Yes, and the right. technical yeah, stuff. All that stuff. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Anyway, so I was snooping around and I, there were so many questions about the first part of this communication thing. This communications thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it, was that the same? Is everybody signing up for your <laughs> seminar? I just want to know. I, I teach uh, English if anybody's interested. Yeah. There was a lot of questions, but also I received an email. I, I'm not sure if you read it or not, but it was very interesting. It was from a guy. I won't get into the whole, it was a long email, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But it's a guy who, he's a young guy. He's in his 20s. He's, he's married seven years. He's been with her since he's 14 can you imagine? Wow, you might have been with the same girl when they were just getting together. <laughs> <That's>, I'm sure. <laughs> 14. They've been together since 14. A freshman in high school. That's wow. insane. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. <laughs> so anyway, so he said that one thing that stood out to him, let me preface this. He said he's not on Team Adam. He's 50-50. On Danielle team and Adam team. Speaking of which, can I just interrupt you for one second? I'm sorry. I want to get Marriage and Martini's t-shirts. Okay. And on the back, I want to have 
either Team Danielle or Team Adam. <laughs> That's a good idea. Remember yeah. like Team Ross and Team Rachel? No. Uh, well, that was like a thing, like Team Ross and Team Rachel, when Ross and Rachel were like on a break and they were... I don't remember I want to do... I was a huge Friends fan, so I'm not saying like I didn't watch it, but... No, that wasn't on the Friends episode. It was like everybody, like, it, and also with Brad Pitt, you're either Team Jennifer oh, so an or Team of, Angelina. Outside it's, of Friends. Yeah, it's like okay. a fan thing. Gotcha. But obviously, listen, obviously nobody's Team Anyone... Well, I this mean, guy is Team well, Adam was, and Team Danielle. Well, I was going to say, maybe some people are Team Danielle and some people are <laughs> Team Adam. I get that. But I just thought it would be fun if we made t-shirts with, you know, marriage and martinis on the front, like, you know, because killing your spouse is illegal, but right. bitching about them isn't. And on the back, Team Adam or Team Danielle. Or just 50-50. No, there's no 50-50. This guy's 50-50. But we've already established there's no such thing as 50-50. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Especially in marriage. Uh, well... Anyway, so he said, uh, and before I even read this, I'm not going to say whether I agree with him or agree with what he's saying, or because I, I have to preface everything with whatever I say, because everything turns out to be fucking stupid that I say. Come on. <clears throat> what? Not everything. <laughs> Almost everything. No, seriously, don't say that. That's not true that everything, we don't make any, nobody says anything you say is stupid. Everybody wants to punch me in the face. That's well, all that's the messages different. I see. That's not because it's <laughs> stupid. That's because some, you know, you're. I, 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 Those right. are the messages I see. No, come on. All right. So this guy says, um, but one thing that stood out to me in this episode was the fact that you got so hard on Adam about going to Broadway and how he doesn't put himself in an uncomfortable place for you. When Danielle said a couple of episodes ago about the. Anal uh, yeah, sex. You gotta be quick. Our kids are around, so I'm whispering that. About the anal sex. She <laughs> didn't like, so you're not gonna do it anymore, right? Because you're uncomfortable doing that. Wait, I'm sorry. He's comparing Broadway to anal sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I'm glad I totally I, I relatable. I, I thought I misheard no. that. Okay. His point being uh-huh. why is it okay for me to be uncomfortable for your pleasure? But for you not to be uncomfortable for my pleasure. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> right. I said from the beginning. I'm uh, not laughing at him. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I'm saying it's a loaded. I would need a lot of time to think about how to. Now, uh, obviously, it's an extreme comparison. I get that. And I'm not looking f- for that from you. Right. And, like that's not. The, the intent here. I get it. He's I saying, just why should one of you be uncomfortable right. and the other one isn't? Uh, I, I think it's a very different situation, obviously. I, I just said that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I need some time to okay. think about that and come right. back with to it. To close it off on that, he says, again, I loved your podcast. You're both awesome. I hope you keep making this for a very long time. He loves us both. Yeah. He's not agreeing and with I, either I one of us. And I think it's a fun email. I'm yeah, not, you know totally what I mean? Fine. I don't I completely like... I get it. He's he's trying to make a comparison, and and it's interesting, and it's right. you know, and I I, I, I but I, I need to think about it and and process it, and um, yeah, I mean, you don't even have to because it's such an extreme comparison. I get that. Mm-hmm. The point being, you're you're physically uncomfortable doing that, and don't like it. I'm mm-hmm. well. Wait a minute. I'm physically uncomfortable being in a Broadway show, and mm-hmm. I'm antsy ah, okay. and the whole thing. Okay. All right, because you're antsy during anal sex. Okay, so. I- I think, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. No, I have, I, I kind of have a few more things before we even get back into the communication. All right, so people can fast forward. Yes. That is an option. Hit the 30 second button. It's okay. Mm-hmm. 
But also, if you want to get into this get, we don't even like have to talk about it on this episode, so stop me if you don't want to. But relating back to the previous part one, so today, you came with me to my new therapist. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, I did come with you to your new, new therapist. therapist. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. As opposed to your old therapist, which right. was gambling in Atlantic City. Uh-huh. So, yes, I like this therapist much better. Um, so what do you think of my I did. new therapist? I, I did. I came with you. So uh, first, well, you told her that I wanted to come. You asked me to go. Oh, is that true? <laughs> yes. You walk in there and you're like, you're like, well, you wanted to come. And I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute. You asked me to go. Oh, I thought you asked no, me I, if you could come with I'm me. I'm happy to come there, but you, oh. you definitely asked me. Okay, I don't remember I wasn't going to get into that because it was like, you know, we oh. only had 45 minutes. <laughs> I but, don't I don't remember that, but I don't care either uh, way. I all right, well, to going that. back to our first communication episode, um, I feel better having sat through that therapy session that I have in four weeks. I am so happy to hear that because it was so much easier talking to her, talking to you in front of her, I think. Mm-hmm. Um do we want to save this? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I just want to, just to go off what I said the last episode, what we were talking about is, I, th- I think, here's my thing, I think sometimes people think of therapy, and especially men, especially, you know, husbands maybe, as showing signs of weakness, right? Like if you go to therapy, it, need, it means you need help. Obviously, yeah. you're, you're weak in some way, uh, and you have to go and you have to get fixed. There's truth to that. Yeah, like I yeah. think that you probably, uh, and maybe women too, I think, you know, to or, or couples, if you go to couples therapy, it means that your marriage is broken or something. Uh, I am like super excited to start couples therapy, especially after today. Yeah, I and agree. It, yeah, and it was a little bit like that because um, as much as she said she's not a couples therapist, she certainly was really good at letting us both express ourselves. And when you and I sat down to do this podcast part two, you know, communication part two, mm-hmm. uh, last, a couple days ago, we were so hostile and we couldn't even get through the first 10 minutes. Um, but being there with her, we sort of had to calm ourselves and she helped us to level out what we were thinking. And, um, I, I, I'm really, and to see you try to be so like emotionally available which you're not usually, but you have to be in that situation, is to me like nothing could make me feel more like you're trying. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say turned on. Well, that too. Oh, cool. It is. Right. It is. It, it's, it really is. Whereas I think some men see it as, oh, she's going to think I'm weak and that's a turn off. It's the opposite. You're the only person I think in the world I don't feel inferior to if I have to like express emotion there's nobody else I don't know what that means if you have to like there's nobody else I could bring into that office with me and and like talk about shit to a therapist I obviously you're my wife and you're you know but I don't feel like I'm being uh what's the word um judge talk down to yeah all of the stuff Mm -hmm. if you're there like I I feel comfortable with you there talking about that openly with somebody else, an expert, where... Well, you know I'm on your side. Yeah, but it's not even that. Like, I'm just... I just have a comfort 
with oh, you I'm there. Glad. Yeah, I'm glad. And and I do think that I feel like you had a lot of preconceived notions about therapy. You were super. You put it off for years and years. I, well, I had bad experiences. A long, long time a ago. A long yes. time ago. Yes. Like 10 to 14 years old. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But but on top of that, I just think you didn't want to put the effort forth and you didn't want to uh, set out the time and you didn't want to truly work it out. So now that you're going, I feel like um, I, I feel like you're you probably are a little bit in your mind like, why the fuck did I wait so long? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of enjoy it. Good. Okay. Well, okay. well yeah, we'll talk next. about it. Yeah. Next yeah. Time. Well, let's. Like we should like but, talk but, about the session. But do you have thing. anything that you, that you want to say, especially to guys out there whose wives are maybe trying to convince them to do couples therapy or regular yes, therapy? Or I do, and I, I think we should do like uh, like a whole episode okay. about it. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Tune in for that. Okay. Okay. Second or third, whatever we're up to. I I apologize. I, I I'm fighting something here. I don't know if I sound. Awful. I'm as coughing long as it's a lot. Not me, I don't care. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't feel great, but you guys are so important to me. I am gonna. Oh God. Fucking push through. <laughs> oh my God. That's motivational speaker. Adam. <laughs> All right. Anyway, next. Everybody was asking about what that big thing, the worst thing was that I ever said to you. A lot of people asked about. Oh, that. you're gonna come clean about that? No. Oh, I didn't think so. I'm going to give a teaser. I'm just going to let everybody know it was not infidelity. It was nothing like crazy like that. It was a finance-related thing, which was a little bit more than that. (laughs) A lot more than that. Mm -hmm. But it was a finance thing. I'm going to give you that for now. And that's it. Wait, and uh, we, uh, I, I don't want to. No, I want to say one thing though. We okay. are always saying like it's not infidelity. It's not infidelity. As if that is like the worst thing in the world. Had you asked me a year ago if that would be the worst thing in the world, uh, I would say that on its own, I don't. I no longer think so. I think had 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 we have we been in a relationship where it was just that one thing, I possibly could have gotten past it. Really, I at this point. Wow. It's the thought of after all the other shit I've been through, God would I not be willing to put up with that at this point. You know what I mean? But yeah, but to me, like that seems like the worst thing in the world because there's so much else behind something like that. Well, Esther Perel says a lot. About that. <laughs> She's back. She's back, baby. <laughs> oh my I God. can't help it. Her I, I gotta her find out. her voice is such a I turn need to on. know who she is because oh. you've mentioned her She's a like thousand times. Belgian Belgian or Belgium? She's not a waffle. She's, She's not a waffle. <laughs> what Belgian? She's Belgian. Yes. She's Belgian. Oh sure. my God. Her voice and her accent. I could like listen to her all day and I feel like I do. I feel like all where I do is I, listen to her. Where can I now. find her? Because I will find her for you. She's where oh, no, tell me privately because she didn't sponsor us, so we can't talk no, about her. No, we are gonna talk about her. <laughs> uh, where should we begin is her podcast and uh, we'll get to her book later, but um oh my god, her voice. Oh, I love her voice. Really? I mean, I love what she has to say so much, but I love Is her she voice. Australian? She's fucking Belgian. <laughs> I, I just, I like Australian voices. But you don't like, all, no, but she, you don't like them because they have too, their animals are too big. No, there's more than that. Okay. okay. Last before we start. Oh my God. I, I said I had four things. Holy the last shit. One. So back to Instagram. It's a good thing I snoop in Instagram because a lot of these people that are, you're talking to, know more about what 
we're doing than I do. So you put out some kind of story thing about something we're starting tomorrow being Friday, uh, the 8th of February, right? That's what we're in. And some kind of texting thing that we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about this. We were literally today, which is um, the 7th, picking up our dog in the animal hospital. And you said, hey, did you see this? Do you know what we're doing tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I said, no. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's so easy. You don't need much introduction. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. Okay, fine. We sent it in our email too. And if you're not signed up for our email, please go to our website, scroll all the way down and sign up for our email. But we, I want to do, I want to do, this was Coach Amy Alpert, my sister, who was our goals person. Uh, It was her idea. Um, I want to do like a little gratitude challenge in time for Valentine's Day where uh, each of us are going. We've always said we do well in text. We're going to text each other something nice. No emojis. That's a cop out. Oh, fuck that. No. I need emojis. No, no emojis. No, oh. you're in therapy now. You can you can go the extra mile. <laughs> emojis you are, are a changed new man. Universal language. No, no. Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. No, you have to use actual words. Wow. Um so for seven days, we're gonna send each other one text a day. I mean more if you want, send as many as you want. But something that you've never said to me before, something that will really make me feel good and vice versa, it can be sexual, it can be a love thing, it can be, uh, you know, a compliment, anything, you can't have said it before though. Something I don't know about how you feel. So you have to go a little bit, reach wow. a little bit. Um, something that it, you, you can start, this is I think getting released on Monday. Start now, who cares? Start today, start tomorrow, do it for two days, do it for the next week after Valentine's Day. But I think that that kind of uh, everyday thing consecutively will lead to something nice. Yeah, but and I we feel like need we, that. But I feel like we do that it's often. It's the same shit over and over again. It's, you know, do you miss me? Two smiley faces. This It's the same stuff. I want something new. Well, I'm I, no, that's not true. Because I'm like, hey, do you miss me? Eggplant peach. <laughs> so like, I change it up. We said no anal anymore. <laughs> that's a vagina. That's not an a- anal. A peach? Yeah. That's a butt. No, peach is a vagina. No, peach is a butt. Oh, no. Okay. You're wrong. Uh, it's a butt. Okay. <laughs> really? Right, let's go. Yes. I've been we're doing, not doing it that wrong anymore, my so whole no, life. No more eggplant peach anymore. And no more Broadway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. I knew nothing about this it, thing. All right. So, I would tell you tonight. Big fucking deal. Uh, okay. But... Um, please do it with us and hashed and, and either send it to me in a DM, send me like a text from your significant other or you to your significant other. And I'll put it in our Instagram stories, like a picture of the text. Or, uh, if you post it somewhere, hashtag Lexting challenge for love text. Lexting is is a marriage and martinis thing. Oh, it is. And we should be so ashamed. It's so corny. <laughs> the whole thing is corny. It's but some, not corny. But some, no, not just the lexting thing. The the gratitude challenge. It's all corny. But sometimes you have to do corny shit. You I, know, I like corny shit. I know, and we don't do it very often. And sometimes you just fucking have to do corny shit. That's it. That is my piece of advice. Do corny shit. Wow. Once in a while. Not, okay. Not often, but once in a while. All right. So we're gonna. That was my four things. So we're gonna get back to communication, and uh, but before we do. We're going to take a quick break. Oh. Look, we're almost 20 minutes in, Mm -hmm. and we need to- Oh, um, I'm going to get so many bad Instagram messages about that. What? I listened to your podcast for the first time, and you don't even start talking about what you're talking about (laughs) for 20 minutes. I hear it all right now. All right. Well, listen. If you don't like it, it's too bad. This is what we are. (laughs) 
Too bad. We love us. Too bad. Who are you, Joe yeah. Pesci? Too bad. <laughs> okay. In the last communication episode, I asked you to go on awesomefuel.com slash marriage because they had awesome deals for Valentine's Day. And I told you to sign up. You did. So I am wondering, did you do that? I did. Oh, I, I did. I'm impressed. I went on. I signed up. And, and did you book me any um, discount cruises? Not only did I not book you any discount cruises, but I I recently purchased this Qi wireless charger for my phone for my car, and I went on there and found it the same thing for fifty percent less than what I paid for yeah. it. So I'm really pissed off at myself because I bought it like two weeks ago, and now I found it you on this website be. for half the price. Well, they have all kinds of awesome deals, whether it be for Valentine's Day. They have great restaurants in your town or city. You just put your zip code in and you get discount codes and coupons for restaurants. Everything you can imagine. Just go on there, awesomefuel.com slash marriage. Just check it out. It's free to sign up. And I promise you, you will find a coupon or a discount on something that you that, that interests you. Okay. Okay. I awesomefuel.com slash marriage. Go check it out right now. Okay, so communication. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> finally. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex, baby. Sure. Okay. Actually, we are going to talk about communication and sex. <laughs> I already know where this one is going. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, you should. Go ahead. Oh. Where are we? Well, you... No, 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 no. We left off last time with you asking... Uh, me, what I need more of from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go past that. Okay. Because that's, that's what started the fight. We, 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 we're going to do that another episode okay. altogether. I'll be okay if you want to no, get no, into no. it. No, no, no. Okay. How would you describe your methods of communication? Is that what I said? Sure. Me? How do I describe mine? Yeah, but me? didn't we kind of do this already? Yeah. Let's let's go past that. Okay. Is there anything left? Yes, I have a lot left. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sure you do. But, uh, well, I asked you, do you think you've ever been in a situation in life that taught you how to effectively communicate? No. Is that what you said just now? Yeah. Can you elaborate a little <laughs> bit, please? Like, have you ever, you know, you, listen, so you, okay, so you said you went to boarding school, but mm-hmm. you, you were 17 years old. Uh, and then you did not go to college. I was when I went. Right. But what I'm saying is, you know, that was really the only time you lived on your own. Well, back to high school. Okay. So... I was always a bad communicator when it came to like relationships and like I was a, I was the worst breakupper with any girl Breaker. ever. I yes. was too in high school. I cheated no. on all my boyfriends. Okay, but it wasn't about just cheating. It was about like I I could have been in like a serious relationship and just like I would fade out and just mm-hmm. like be the asshole and just like leaving the girl like what's going on like what happened like what's and i would just be like i'm out goodbye like not saying that but just, that makes sense i mean it's high school I, who cares but i never was the one to be like look it's not working out you're a nice girl like mm-hmm. i you know i was just i was out and just gone mm-hmm. like like i couldn't uh, I, I believe that i cannot communicate i well i don't like confrontation i, I never have i i don't like no, you that. really don't like I, confrontation. I don't. I no. don't. I like. I like to be the nice guy. Wait. I like. Well, I always nice say, I if like there to... was a zombie apocalypse, you'd be like, <laughs> you wouldn't want to fight them. You'd just be like, here, take my kit. Just let me go. 
you take my wife no, and kids. No, no, You take no, my no, wife and kids. No. I just, I'll be on my way. <laughs> no, if it came to zombies, I would fight. I would like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I never had a, a um, experience of learning how to communicate because I was never good at it. I, Ooh, I know that. Stink bug. Ooh, stink bug. On my microphone. <laughs> Danielle it. has a stink bug on her microphone. Get it. Okay, problem resolved. Stink bug is gone. All right, so th- that's it. That's all I have. Like, no, I don't feel like anything in my life taught me to communicate well. Um, Plus, I was we were together good. so young. Yeah, it's like these. You know, we get listeners all the time say we've been together since we were sixteen, eighteen. Listen, we're you know we're all growing up together, right? Like a little bit, yeah. you know. And 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 I don't care when you get married. You're still. Like I was thinking the other day, this is kind of off topic, kind of on the topic, but it makes a lot of sense. Like when you, I was thinking about you and what we were arguing about with the communication episode and everything. And I was thinking to myself, like, it really is fucking crazy how much we expect from each other as spouses. You know, I don't care what your situation is. Husband, wife, 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 husband, husband. I don't care what it is. We expect the other person in some sense to be uh, like our everything, you know, like. I have probably 10 really good friends, maybe 15 really, really good friends in my life who like I really love. Like off of social media? Like real people? Yes, real people. Although wow. I do love 15? my, I do love my social media family, I have to say. Um, and, uh, but I really do. And like, I, I go to each of them for something different. I don't go to the same person, you know, maybe for raunchy, inappropriate humor that I go to when I feel like I'm, you know, need a ridiculously good cry or like so that's why I think all my friendships are so successful for the most part is that I know who to go to for what but like in relationships where we're like I need you to be at all I need you to be my you know my best friend my lover my partner my you know financial person my everything you like you women are so complex because like I need a friend to just Come over and just like shoot the shit and just talk about fucking nothing. Like talk about science and work and like, like unrelatable things that don't mean anything. And like, well, yes, but then you need me for all that other stuff. Well, yeah, because that's all I want is like, I, I don't want a friend to talk about those things that you need from friends. Like I want you for that for me. From when it comes maybe to it's that friends. maybe it's that I I know as a man there's certain things I'm not going to get for you, and my so my friendships for me are so important. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Like women need yeah certain things that like guys don't. Well, maybe you guys need it too. Maybe that's the whole fucking problem is that you don't realize that you really do need that stuff. You need that. Yeah, but not connection. from each other. Like from uh, guys maybe to guys. You no, know you're no. You don't want to admit you need that from each other. No. No, because I, there's not one thought in my head if I'm with a friend of mine that I'm like, oh, I need you for this. But maybe it would relieve for... a little pressure off of me for like being your whole, I am your whole emotional world. But yeah, that's how I want it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not my whole emotional world. I oh. have all these friends who, and my sister. And... Because you need a woman's perspective. So I, maybe it's kind of similar where like I'll need a guy's perspective on like how you pissed me off and like, and am I right? And they're there to be like, 
Yeah, my my of wife course fucking you're white. my of course wife you're right. yeah. fucking did this stupid thing too. And yeah, right. of course. Uh-huh. Like so I guess it's kind of similar in that aspect of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, you guys are fucking No, but what bizarre. I'm saying is we there's so like there's so many things that we're expecting, you know, one person to be that it's overwhelming. And maybe you can't expect one person to be all those things. I think maybe that's the issue. Maybe we're not meant to be. And that's the whole thing with Esther Perel that she talks about with mating and captivity, that maybe we're not meant to be, you know, I'm, I'm not speaking for her. I haven't even read the book, but I've listened to her a ton. But it's a big expectation, you know, to be that person, that one person for the rest of your life. You change friends, except for your few core friends, you change friends supposedly every seven years. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we're I, supposed to do that with spouses. Oh, I don't want to do that. No, I know. I don't either. But what I'm saying is maybe we've we've constructed this thing and we need to be a little bit more forgiving of each other because that's it's hard to be all those things you know it's hard to maintain all those roles i have a couple quotes at the end of the episode that i think will sum up what you're trying to say so stay tuned for that get excited andrew dice clay says (laughs) about marriage (laughs) first of all I know who you're going to find. You're going to be like, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Clay it's going to be like, uh, who are your other people? Who... Did you ever watch his show on Showtime from like two years ago? No, you told me all about it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, he's good. I like him, but I you know, I, I'm not going to take marital Dice. advice from him. I love Andrew Silverstein. Who's Andrew Silverstein? Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, that's his real name? Yeah. Are we, Fred, related? Are we related to him? Fred Silverstein is his father. Uh, is he going to leave us any money? <laughs> I don't think he has any. Oh. What about you? Do you think you've ever been in a situation that taught you how to communicate? Uh, forget it, because you were born communicating. Like, <laughs> you don't even need a situation. Yeah, I, I think it was like... different. And I think the fact, honestly, I think the fact that you didn't go to college was kind of a big deal. Huge. Uh, yeah, a huge deal on many levels, uh, which I want you to remember that when we do an educate, when we do a, a differing opinions episode where you talk about the fact that you don't think our kids need to go to oh, college. Oh, we're not doing that episode. We are doing that No, episode. we're not. Because that's going to be worse than the fighting episode. Uh, okay, but it needs to be done. Um, and I want you to remember this moment. And, and I I'll never play it back said they shouldn't go to college. Well, okay. But uh, also, you've never had a boss. And that's uh, kind of a big deal. I did I did when I was younger. Yeah, no, not the same. Right, not the same. Um, and, and you've always sort of been on the top of the totem pole in like every situation you've ever been in. So you are always speaking down, in a sense, to everybody else. You've always been the, uh, you've never had to adjust your frame of reference to uh, try to appease someone. You're always the boss. Okay. And I think that's problematic because when I speak to you, I sometimes feel like I'm like your employee. Okay. Not recently. Okay. But in the past. Okay. So... All yeah, right. so but that's problematic. Did you know? Uh, of course I th- knew. The top of the totem pole is the least important aspect of the totem pole, that the bottom is actually the most important figure of the totem pole, and we've reversed it somehow with oh. our... So Well, top is always best in our... Correct. Especially so, too. So we need to change it. Bottom of the totem pole is the best. 
is the most important. Okay. That's a fact. Okay, bottom of the totem yes. pole is always so best. Okay. Bottom of the totem pole. Okay. Okay, so here's here's what I we're gonna let's shift gears here. Yes. We're we're so good at transitions. Yes. Um but okay, one of the big things about your communication that's very problematic for me, okay. and we've talked about this recently in the past few episodes we've kind of condensed it and talked about it some is your communication in the bedroom what what communication exactly your (laughs) lack thereof and it's so weird to me because like you'll spank me and you'll choke me and like you'll pull my hair and stuff (laughs) don't tell people but you can't get a fucking word to come out of your mouth i don't feel comfortable doing that but why but 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 I would love to have that psychoanalyzed. And I'm interested with women uh, and men uh, if they have similar issues with their spouse. Like, that's a huge thing for me that you won't talk. And even like. I feel silly. Like, say. Like, that you feel silly yes. about. Yes. I feel silly, like, like, dirty talk. Like, I feel like it's. Uh. I don't know. I, 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 I Why don't does that of everything, we, the things that we do, and that's the thing is that like physically you'll, like, you'll do anything. Sure. Okay, yeah. And in some ways that's almost easier. Like what's a good example? Like what should, like, what should I say? Oh, boy. Yeah? Uh, I, I mean, I, I, there's a thousand. Okay. Well, I just want a, one. A hundred thousand things you could say. Uh, maybe – when you're going to come, you um, know, like, like, ta- like that you're thinking about you it. You care and about that? Like, I do. I care about that. I want to hear it. Or how you're feeling about a certain body part of mine because I'm so self-conscious. And, um, and when we're having sex, maybe if you were talking to me positively about my body, and I do know that there's parts of my body that you really love, but you're not talking about them. But don't during- you know from my physical actions, like if I'm playing with certain areas, like you know, like it, like you could feel that I'm, I'm, I'm into it, like that I, I think, love it. I think I'm a verbal girl. I think yes, I realize that. I mean, you know what I like. I know what you like, but I, as a, as a, um, like a, as a woman, and I don't know if it's just a woman thing because I've never been a man, but I like <laughs> to, you know. I like to hear it. I like to know. I like the I like the communication and uh and I want to also feel like you know like if I'm the only one talking in the bedroom, I feel like an idiot. Yeah, but I don't even want to hear you talk. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't. I I find it silly and almost humorous like talking during sex. Like oh I Oh my god. I do. I don't So I, I've been humiliating myself for like the past 15 years in the oh, bedroom. Oh please, you don't do it because you know I don't I'm not I into it. I do do it. Nah, I barely. Really? Maybe you've just been too drunk. Well, no, don't blame drunk. Like well, no. But, but, of course not. But, but I've been drunk every time we've had do. sex. I absolutely do talk like that. I feel like you only do when you're drunk. Uh, no, I don't think that's true, <laughs> but, 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 but I'm still talking. So what's the difference? I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I, it's never been a thing. Like, I just don't know. But that, but it makes a lot of sense to me and it makes a lot of sense because you're not open with your feelings in general. So, you know, you're very closed and you don't do anything. Like I said, the last part one, 
if you haven't listened to part one, you need to fucking go listen to part one because we are probably like, what is going on? <laughs> please go listen to community and please go listen to the guilt episode and the fighting episode. You don't do anything out of your comfort zone and you don't, you don't. Wait, I have a, I have a bone to pick with you about that, that you say you don't like to be uncomfortable. Right. Correct. I agree with you. I don't. Isn't that what? Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex ultra soft tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex ultra soft tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin for this allergy season. Grab Kleenex and face allergies head on the word means uncomfortable like you're not happy in that situation who likes to be uncomfortable it's not about liking it it's about embracing it okay so for instance uh-huh. like like buddhism okay <laughs> no i'm serious no that's fine i just don't I, know i think it's a really good buddhism. i think it's a really good comparison like buddhism their whole thing is with 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 emotions and with meditation and everything it's about embracing the hard stuff embracing your emotions and sitting there and meditating and thinking about it and letting giving yourself into it like sometimes when you leave the house and the kids go to school I sit and cry and and it's mostly because I know that when the kids are there or you're there and you're going through what you've been going through and everything I I need that release and I need to give into those emotions and, and I'm not comparing myself I'm no I'm, I'm no I'm not emotionally you know uh advanced enough to be a buddhist and I, I don't pretend to understand any of that but i understand the idea of uh, of of if if you don't put yourself in a situation where you embrace your emotion and you don't put yourself in a situation where you're a bit uncomfortable that you really can't grow and i believe that i truly believe that i think that uh all the situations in my life. And and quite honestly, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to give up on a relationship is because I truly believe that if you're willing to get yourself to a point where you'll be uncomfortable and everything, that you're going to grow and we're going to grow together. Do you cry like as a release? Like it feels good just to let it cry out? Both. Yeah, I can't, I can't help it. It's not something I can hold back. Like almost as a meditation, like somebody like will just meditate. Just well, to I want to meditate. I think we should themselves. both be meditating. And actually, my sister is like, "What? When are you guys going to start? We need to start." I, I I think I'm still in this marriage, and we're still in this marriage because I don't quite think that being uncomfortable and and making mistakes and is a reason to leave a situation. You know, like I think that if the foundation is there and the love is there and the connection is there, that maybe you stay and you you see it out and just like anything else, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. So I, I just feel like uh, I think that you need to start embracing discomfort more. In order for us to move forward. And you are by going to yeah. therapy. I know. By going okay. to therapy, yes, you are. But in the bedroom too, maybe. All right. Well, we need practice. 
like tell me what like give me like notes and no i'm not giving you hold on honey (laughs) don't move from this position tell me what you want me to say (laughs) i can just hear you now wait i want you so badly no we could be in the moment i'm just gonna be like hold on Mm -hmm. i got my papers Mm -hmm. right here (laughs) i'll get paper cuts and shit i need a lot of practice no, but that's not and, – and, and a little bit, I'm like, ugh, ugh, if he's never going to do it, then why am I forcing I've, him? I've done it like twice. <laughs> but obviously you thought it was ridiculous was what you're revealing yeah, now. I, I, I have to get – but maybe it's my own thing like that. Maybe it's not really a silly thing, but to me – So why is it not ridiculous for me? Like for instance, yeah. what we sometimes – a few times, not mm-hmm. often, but a few times we've like gotten – really really physical in like the back of an uber right yeah and it's been really fun we should talk about that it's been really 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 fun and i like feel like for days after that i'm thinking about it why is that not ridiculous like it, that's exciting we're 40 year olds in the back of an uber like that's ridiculous <laughs> so why is this why is that not ridiculous or why is it not ridiculous uh you know to uh, i don't know I, I, I don't know. So much of the shit that we do could be ridiculous. Sure. So why is this? Why? Because it's it's verbal. It's I'm going to ask my therapist. Please don't. Why? No, you can. You can ask her <laughs> anything you want. Because but, I no. If she if if either you or she can help me understand my weirdness with that and okay. fix it. Okay. Fuck, I'll do it. But if you're saying you won't enjoy it, then it's not worth but, it. But I might if I understand it better. Okay, but the thing about the Uber rides and coming home and maybe and I want the women out there or the men, whomever he feels maybe a little self-conscious, those nights in the Ubers that we've done that Mm -hmm. or the nights, the very, 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 very few nights that will be out and you'll be like, wow, you look awesome or I can't wait to get you home or whatever. Come on. Yeah, it's very few. It is. I'm sorry. No, because I'll Uh, say it and then you're like, all right, I'll go change. No, I'm, no. If I'm we're ugly. like out I'm, and we're having fun and you say something like that, I don't think so. But but those are the nights where I'm like, I, I get home and our sex is so much better because I'm so much more confident about myself because I'm like, wow, he really wants me. As yep. opposed to like okay. coming home and just like starting the act and that's it. Wait, what's this? What are we talking about? Like, what's Communicating this about? in the bedroom. <laughs> no, I'm morphing it into communicating. Okay. I think that's huge. I think bedroom communication is huge. Okay, but anyway, I just feel like um, when you're when you're communicating to me that you want me, whether it's mm-hmm. in the back of an Uber or we're out to dinner or whatever, I feel like our sex is so much better. That uh, that Uber stuff is fun. I like that. Okay, but why is that so much? I don't know. And I like it I too. I explain it. I like it too. But that's not always we come home with other people a lot or whatever. Like we can't always Yeah, it's even have more that. fun when they're in the car oh, with us. Oh, come on. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Okay. But one thing that I read that I read and I watched, I which I thought I was. No. no oh. Well, a little bit. But I watched something super. Do you know what BDSM is? BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, no. What are the four? What the four words? You've never heard of BDSM. BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So it's bondage. Okay. It's either discipline or dominance, depending on who, depending on who you ask. 
sadism, mm -hmm. and masochism. Well, yeah, SM, I know. Okay, so right. sadism, masochism. Uh, bonding, discipline, you always say that I, I'm into dominance, that my conversations and stuff, I'm into dominance. Well, verbally, you're dominant. Yeah. So um, I watched a whole thing, which was super interesting, about how people who practice BDSM are amazing communicators. And it kind of makes sense. Like, I feel like we're, they're kind of a taboo culture in some sense. That, that, that should be on, what was that show on HBO? Oh, Real Sex. Real Sex. Of course, I'm sure. That there sounds was, exactly Oh, I'm like, sure there were a ton of. Yeah. Do you watch Billions or no? You don't watch no, Billions. No, I should have. Well, that's my now it's not good anymore. It's I don't too like late, it anymore. Right? No, yeah. but 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 they practice BDSM and, and Billions, and um, it's kind of a taboo culture in mainstream society. But I'm I'm kind of interested in it, and I'm kind of fascinated by it. And because you really need to sit down with the person who you decide, like, if you're in BDSM and you go to a club or you meet somebody, you know, for a date, you have to decide what you're both comfortable with and what you're both willing to try. Wait, just explain it again. Uh, okay, BDSM. so it's BDSM. So it's bondage. You know, people who like to be tied up, people right. who like to be whipped. Um, okay. For those of you who read Fifty Shades, Christian Grey was BDSM. You know, okay. He was the ultimate BDSM because he was also a billionaire and decided he wanted to do it with one woman. And you know. Okay. But um, he, you can learn a lot from their communication. Like they Wait, are. Wait, what was D? Uh, either discipline or dominance. Okay. Oftentimes, dominance. Okay. Um, so is the BD necessary? It sounds very similar to just SM. Like, what's the difference? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But that's what it's called, BDSM. Okay. That's a community. All right. And Margie Nichols, who's a, a psychologist who teaches about what, what can we learn from the BDSM community. And, you know, what you're willing to try, what you're not willing to try, you need to take cues from one another. Basically, before you even get into the bedroom, you sit down and you have a whole conversation about what do we want and what do we not want? What do I allow? What do I not allow? And it's a whole communication and you come up with a safe word and you need to respect that person's safe word. Consent, consent in the BDSM community is like huge. There's no, there's no gray area with consent. Mm -hmm. um, and you need So if to, you say like, here's my safe word, yeah, if I red, say it. Red, you stop. Oh, a hundred percent. That's it. You stop. Um, and they know that. And, and there's something about it, you know, that you almost think to yourself like, wow, that's kind of cool. And in some ways I'm a little jealous of that because they're really talking about what they want right before they're even in the bedroom, which number one is a huge turn on. I think to talk about sexual stuff before you're even in the bedroom and they're, you know, the idea of communicating and consenting and understanding one another um, is like the whole basis. So you want to take care of your partner's desires. You want to give them a the certain feeling. And that's bonding. But also it keeps you in the moment, like when you're having sex from saying, I don't like that or mm -hmm. I don't want you to do that. So which is a total like anticlimactic kind of turn off in the moment right like there have been times when you and i have been having sex and i'll say to you like that hurts or i don't like that mm -hmm. or right and yeah and, and then, then i'm, I'm I, sort of annoyed right you know yeah because like it, it, as soon as you say anything like that i'm like okay done mm -hmm. sorry like next but then i'm sort on. of like oh I, I why is he doing that i wish he hadn't done that 
I, yeah, just trying I'm new not, things. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not getting. I'm just saying that had we had to, if we had an open dialogue before we even got in the bedroom, number one, that would be like a really nice, intimate thing to have, and number two, it would like get rid of those awkward moments when you're in the bedroom. Yeah, but are the awkward moments like so bad? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <clears throat> Sometimes I what really your, bothers me. What would be your safe word? Stop. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like even it, about a safe it's word. Not about it's about the about, word. I, maybe with BDSM. For me, it's more about I would love to start communicating way before the bedroom. I would love. Really? So you communicate before the act. Uh, if you would start talking to me like when we were at dinner, if we were out to dinner mm-hmm. and you and we were with friends or whatever and you were whispering in my ear or you were saying something to me or you were telling me what you wanted to do later or whatever. Oh, my God. To me, that is foreplay. That is the best foreplay before we even get in the bedroom. That is my kind of foreplay. But I just feel like, you know, plus when you're in that situation with BDSM, you really have to know what you're doing. You practice because you could hurt somebody <laughs> that yeah. you get really good at it and you research. I think one of the problems also with guys, especially, is that you're so like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm a man. And you don't research. And sometimes then you come into a situation, like a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. You come into a situation thinking you know what you're doing and you don't. And I'm not pointing fingers at you i'm saying in general yeah i know i think a lot of times a guy is like doesn't go in and do the research because that makes it seem like he doesn't know what he's doing but then he comes into the situation and it could be so much better if you actually did the research yeah look we've we've done some like fun stuff i don't think we've gone out there with some like crazy but we could if we talked about it and we practiced it oh Okay. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll Would practice. you really be interested in that? In what? I don't know. I mean, we did the the one sex toy or whatever. But like, if we did, you know, we've never tied each other up. Or we've never like that kind of oh, stuff. That scares me. I feel like you because you're a control freak. You would tie me up and leave. <laughs> like that scares me. If I'm gonna leave, I don't need to tie you up. <laughs> I'll just leave. Yeah. No, you're gonna tie me up to the bedpost and be like, "Hey, have a great day." I think there's an app for that. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, if I was going to leave, I would just leave. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wow. We're almost an hour in, and we still have more. This is crazy. Should we stop? What do you think? I mean, I still have more BDSM stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of fascinated by the culture. I'm, I'm, I and you always tell me how dominant I am. I'm like, maybe I'm no, missing No, dominant in conversation. Okay, but... Not dominant sexually. Well, maybe I need to go there. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can take electricity. Mm. Um, I can't. I always... I've done the Tough mutter three times. I always skip that <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah, you skip that part. Oh, can I just say one yes. more thing about BDSM? It really Wait, is an I, awesome I'm still community. having problems with BDSM. I, I feel like it's the same as SM. Like, why do you have to add bondage and dominance? And that's just what the... It's what the, obviously... Maybe SM sounds too uh, masochist. It's not masochist. Like, it's feel very like, equal. That's the thing about BDSM is women and men are very equal in the culture. Like, very equal. Because it's it's not just the woman taking it and the husband giving it, or, or not husband, no, the SM man giving ne- it. SM never said it's a man dominant. Masochist, is, that's what it means. What? Masochist, I think, is a masculine type connotation. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, masochism is yeah. like a. I can think we look a, that up? Sure. Uh, Tony, can you look that up for us, please, while yeah, we're talking? Yeah, our producer. Can our <laughs> producer? Yeah, what producer? Oh, by the way, yeah, uh, I would like to go here that I uh, uh, a little uh, thirty minutes ago put a um, thing out on our IG story about whether a peach means a vagina or a butt. We have an uh, answer already. An answer. Yeah. What? Well, while she's doing that, um, sadomasochism. Oh, here. The combination of sadistic and misogynistic misogynistic elements in one person characterized by both aggressive and submissive periods in relationship with others. Nothing says anything about male dominance or female dominance. Wait, say it again. What was it? Wait, no, that was the wrong one. Sadomasochism. A psychosexual disorder in which the sexual gratification is obtained by a nothing says anything about ma- male dominance. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe because it, it says bondage and dominance. I don't know. I don't know. That's what they call it. What is the difference? So we, I put something out like a half hour ago. So 220 people said that the peach means butt. Okay. Eight people no said way. it means a vagina. That's wrong. You guys are all wrong. <laughs> a peach is a vagina. 97% said butt. <laughs> 3% said a vagina. All right. You have 3% and, of you? And, and you can all go on Instagram and <laughs> check it. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So just so you know. Okay. Moving along. Because we have to do that. Because we are way running out of time here. Wait, but I was going to say something. Okay, so we're not running I'm out sorry. of time. I'm sorry. I'm very interested. I'm very interested in this community. And I think it's cool. Uh, okay, so every BDSM. Co- <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but you can. It's communication. You can it learn remi- a lot. That reminds me of like the um, what's it called? The uh, TGBY. TGIF, Mr. Belvedere. Yes. Full House. No, the whole. Remember, like remember TGIF? Of course I do. Yeah. Um, TCBY. TCBY. Remember that one? Um, oh man. We keep adding letters to things to acronyms. Yeah, so like the big one with it was gays and homosexuals and transvestites. LGBTQ. Thank you. And we keep adding letters to more and more. Yes, and more. because like, you keep adapting it for the most modern thing. But how many fucking letters can you keep going? Uh, you can keep. There's 26 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> you go as many fucking times as you want. I don't know. I I just feel okay. Um. So it's interesting because each so each thing is called a scene, right? A BDSM thing. So you know, each you you come up with something and it's called a quote unquote scene. What you decide to do together, whether it's one of you being handcuffed to the wall or a whipping session or whatever, they're all called scenes. Okay. A, a scene and uh, the average scene lasts for fifty seven minutes in BDSM. Okay. Fifty seven minutes. Yeah. So like you get whipped for fifty seven no, minutes. No, no, it's a scene. So it starts with one thing, it goes to another. It's oh, so like the minutes. pizza guy comes to the door and he's like, "Hey, I got a yeah, pizza for you." Yeah, the babysitter comes. You got yeah. a pet. You know that whole thing. Yeah. No, no, it's fifty seven minutes, followed by an average of twenty minutes of aftercare. Aftercare meaning a, a very important part of BDSM when. Uh, you are taking care of the other person and making sure that they're okay. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. So one third, fully one third, the time of the scene is spent 
just taking care of the other person. When you and I have sex, you're fucking snoring in 0.2 seconds. Uh, you're snoring in 0.3 seconds. Okay, but, <laughs> but wouldn't it be nice to be able to like take care? I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff to you be learned. You want to take care of you after sex? Uh, yeah. But like how? Like I don't, I don't uh, fucking masticate ma- no, you. No, I'm sorry. I stay naked all night and you get dressed. Well, that's just because how I'm comfortable sleeping. Okay, but... Wait, what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with the fact that, like, I like to be naked together after. Oh. And maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, oh, my God, put your fucking clothes on. You look disgusting. No, I put my clothes on. Right. Not but yours. maybe you're wishing on. Maybe it's a sign. Oh, man. You're but but I think it. that's a, I think that's sort of how it should be. That, like, after sex, you're taking care of each other and making sure it should be a... Longer, <laughs> I know you're laughing. Yeah, I, I am laughing. Sex is not like, all right, no, take care of each other. You're not beating the shit out of each other. Come on, okay, that could be cool too. What's the uh term for that? Abuse. <laughs> no, that's not uh, what they're doing. All right, okay, we have to, like, we have to finish this. We can't have a part three, we're gonna have probably part six. Go ahead. <laughs> I literally have seven more. Uh, do you want to finish that and then we'll just end no, this no, 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 and go no. to part four? No, three. Go ahead. No. Uh, oh, I was going to go over some polls. Nothing in this episode had anything to do with communication. Yes, it did. <laughs> the BDSM community had everything to do with communication. Uh, okay, let's move on to some like fun stuff. And if oh, I think that was fun. If we still want to even go forward with part three, we'll do it. But let's just go to the, you said you have polls and I have some things. So let's just do that. Let's stop with the questions. If anybody cares, we have more questions that we answered. We'll do it on another episode. But for now. Uh, Does anybody want me to privately do a BDSM (laughs) podcast? I will do that. Okay. What's your polls? I'm into it. Wait, before you go to your polls, I have some bonus stuff. Uh, I found some quotes about marriage and like communication. Do not speak. When not you're too at. many. Uh-huh. I only have a few. All right, marriage.com. I found these on. <laughs> Is that a good one or no? You're you're laughing. <laughs> when you are trying to talk to your spouse about something, remember one thing: you attract more bees with honey than vinegar. Do you understand? Wow, you really are the uh, Al Bundy of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I found one from Albert Einstein. Okay, you, you're probably not going to understand this, but I'll explain it to you if you need me to. Men marry women with the hope that they will never change. Women marry men with the hope that they will change. Invariably, they're both disappointed. Why? Because I gained 50 pounds? That's what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, because you I, I marry... Get it. I a, get it. Okay. Number four, my favorite comedian of all time. George, George Carlin. Carlin. Very good. Oh, please. I am, quote, I am, end quote, is supposedly the shortest sentence in the English language. Could it be that, quote, I do is the longest sentence? Do you get it? Uh, sure. Oh, man. I get right, it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. Yeah, you go. Yeah, to find yeah. some fun stuff. All right, do your polls. Mine are all fun. All right, go ahead. Well, I did an IG story. So I did an Instagram story a couple of days ago about communication. And um, 
I asked a bunch of questions that I, I asked you, same kind of thing. And um, it's all about um, what people in general like are satisfied with their spouses. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Your paper, I have to take a picture of this. You have sideways writing and yeah. upwards writing yeah. and, <laughs> and circled things. Right. Okay, so people in general, according to our IG polls, and I had about 4,000 people do our polls. Okay. Okay. Wow. So people in general are not satisfied in our Instagram community. Mm-hmm. And I get this. They're not satisfied with the communication in their relationships. I'm not shocking. Uh, around 20% said their spouses are good communicators. Wow. So 80% said their spouses are not good communicators. That sounds right. That's an 80-20 theory. My, oh, you're 80-20 yeah. theory. Yep. Uh, 65% are screamers. Women. No, just in general. Oh, Okay. 65% are screamers. Well, 95% of our listeners are women, so no, that means about 60% that's not true. That's say not, they're screamers. So uh, they're women. 95% of our listeners, not our followers. We have a much bigger male following on Instagram. Uh, 72% don't feel like they're really being heard when they tell their spouse what's wrong. Okay. That's big. 56% text fight. You and I text fight. Yeah. Since we were 20 and we text fighted and fought in the back of your parents' car. Yeah. 50% said their partner seems willing to work on communicating more effectively, i.e. therapy, reading books, seminars. That's big. 50%. So 50% are not. Oh, well, no, 50% are. Right. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> you sound shocked that the other 50% isn't. Half glass full, half glass empty. But that's, I mean, 50% not being, that's, that's frustrating. And it's been frustrating for me with you for years. Finally, you are. And yep, I'm going to take advantage. Year. You're going to read every fucking marital book I, I on the marketing. I can't read a no, book. No, you will do a, the audio book or, or podcasts. I have Not a sure. thousand podcasts you can listen to. Enough of this bullshit about how stuff works. You are actually going to listen to some really good podcasts. <laughs> um, 72% say they hold their feelings in because they don't want to start a fight. Okay. Right? Like you don't say anything. Yes. But it winds up coming out at some point. Right. Yeah. So you fight harder later on because yeah. you didn't say it at the 86% time. 86% say there's always a problem with their spouse accusing them of overreacting. <laughs> but that's dumb. No, it's not. Yes, it we is. We said this last communication well, I episode. said the last time you can't be the person to decide if your spouse is overreacting. You're wrong. You You're overreact. wrong. No. <laughs> Um, 60% say they're not good at communicating sexually when they want from their partner. See, I'm the, I feel like I'm like that too. Right. Cause I feel like I hold back because I'm scared of offending you. (laughs) Offending me. I am. Wow. No, if I was with somebody. Who? Any of my female friends. Yeah. Uh, I do think my female friends would be much. More of accepting. course they would because you're with okay, your but female then I friends. Wanna, I want to experience that because I want to. I want to be received sexually in a very open way. That yeah, I but think you don't is. have to. You don't have to shout it out with uh, being vocal. Why? Like, because, but 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 I want to. Okay, but but you're getting everything physically. You know how no. I feel. No, no. Really? It doesn't work like that. I'm not nearly as turned on as I could be. Like, you could have me, like, 
beyond turned on hmm. if you were what's the book i should read open to listen to podcast listen uh, to. i will make a separate podcast privately that you can listen to <laughs> anytime we're about to have sex okay. and it will psych you up yeah friday night it's called a uh, friday night fights not give Friday me like lights. a playlist with uh, like Metallica and no. somebody speaking no, about what you're supposed to say. I don't want you to like be smacking me across the face. <laughs> oh. I want you. I mean, I do, but only when I ask for it and only when I <laughs> come forward and talk about it in a, in a, you know, I want it to start much earlier in the bedroom. That's the problem. Gotcha. I, I want it to start much earlier. Gotcha. Uh, Wait, so you want me to talk to you dirty before the bedroom? Oh my god. So I like want to start I want you to be whispering my ear in the morning when you come to give me a hug. And and please tell me my people out there is do you feel like that too? Like do you want your husband to start like at 8 a.m. talking to you dirty even when you're still in your pajamas? Like yes. Or your wife or whomever. Do you want I want it to start I will be thinking about that all fucking day. I don't want to start five minutes before in the bed. I don't want to start when you're you're in the bed. This is how we always start our sexual thing. You're in the bed pretending to be asleep. I come in. I take my clothes off. I turn you around like it's the same shit every single time. Oh, wow. What is? I want it to start much earlier. So we should be out to dinner with people and we're yeah, talking whatever, to them whatever. and I'm just like, Hey, yeah, work is good. Hey, Danielle, I want to fuck you. I, I fucking oh, love you. And then, no, hey, no, then like, don't do it. Then good. don't do it. Then like, don't do it. No, but then don't do it. <laughs> then don't do it. All right. I mean, my friends are able to say that to me at dinner and they're not even going to have me sexually. So have you they? should be able to, I mean, they're all, we're always joking. Around no, I mean, together. like have it, like has anything ever come on? No, seriously. No. But it, it, it's tempting. Huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, 75% dis- uh, discuss sex with their partner outside the bedroom. Okay. So like outside the bedroom, 75% of, of our listeners are saying, you know, this is what I want in the bedroom. You know, they're talking about it at other times. So anybody who's but it listening should be, we should all be able to be doing wait that. Are, so is this like a like a female thing like do, like do most women feel like danielle and do most guys feel like me I don't or is think it so. opposite no i think a lot of guys tell their wives how they feel i i'd like to hear this like i want to hear like do girls like to hear what Danielle's talking about? Do guys feel uncomfortable saying these things or is it vice versa or? I can tell you this. Okay. I can tell you from my friends who I love, love, love. Like we have a deep connection. I feel like I get more sex talk from them than I do from you. Like they're always like, you're well, so course. hot well, and I want. Yeah, but they're doing it like as a. But I don't care why they're doing it. All they're right. still giving me something I need. Okay. <laughs> okay. And by the way, just saying. All right, we keep getting updates. All right, two seventy-five butt to fourteen vagina. You, you you're might wrong. still win. You might still win. A, a peach means vagina. A peach means a butt. No. Okay. No, cut, look at a peach. Cut it open. I think tuna means Take, vagina. Yeah. No. <laughs> God. Oh God. Seared tuna. Mm. <laughs> Not anymore. Um. Yeah. All right. Okay. What else? Are we done? Like, 
we we I have so much more. Yeah, all right, well, but, we'll do this. Is listen, a yeah. communication thing has to be an ongoing. This is like taking a long time well, for this of one. Of course it is, yeah. but I have to say, if there's any men listening out there whose wives have said the therapy thing, if you take one thing away from this episode, uh, a week ago when we talked about the same topics, uh, I was a mess. I think our next episode should be therapy. Let's wait a little bit. Okay. Let's yeah. wait a little bit. Yeah, let's wait right. a little bit until it's more. But like, I have to say, even having... even seeing you in that session today, and things have been really hard between us recently, even seeing you in that session and knowing you were making the attempt and you were putting yourself out there in a way that is not in your comfort zone and that for the first time ever you're doing it, it was Oh my God! Huge on so many levels. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I'm appreciate super that proud because of you. It, it's yeah. I know it's out of your really comfort zone. Really hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know a lot of uh, just just like you for years you wouldn't do it, and I know a lot of other husbands who wouldn't do it. Uh, but to me, God, I think it's so sexy. I think next time we should like totally make out on the therapy in couch. front of your therapist. Yes. Okay. That could be hot. I, I don't think I want to. If I'm going to pay for sex, that's not going to be the way it's going to be. Because that we will inadvertently be paying for sex if we're paying for right. her to, yeah. All right. Let's, okay. let, yeah, let's, I we have so uh, much more. Write and review. Uh, uh, yeah, if it, yeah. Sign up for email. Get on Instagram. And I wanted to ask people, uh, we're coming up on 100,000 on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, are you interested in, even if you're not a social media person, even if you just have a, a business or a brand or you're trying to branch out, you're a blogger, something new, would you be interested in, do you want me to do a, a, an episode on how to grow your social media? Because I feel like I do have a lot of, I, I don't think, know, we've done yeah. it like completely organically. We haven't spent a dollar doing it, um, but we've done it, I don't know, in a way that's... I've think you know what you're doing. You could well, probably I, help I people. Well, I think I know what I'm doing in the sense that uh, we've had people come on who or who've joined our social media, uh, which have gotten us numbers. And I've said to myself, these are not certain people who I want there. And mm-hmm. they've left. And I'm left with, I really fucking love these people. Yeah. So if that's what you're looking for, if you want a, a community that you really love, I think I can help you with that. Buy some shit on our fucking store. Oh, but are you getting more wine glasses? We sold out of wine glasses. Are you getting more? If if people want wine glasses, okay, let me know. I'll Do buy you them. want wine glasses? I'm not going to buy them that, unless people want that, them. Listen, you don't even have to just uh, buy our shit. Buy buy some wine glasses or some martini glasses or some. Buy coffee. you some marriage or martini Mugs. shit. Yeah. Spread the love. I know let a lot know. of spouses listen. Besides that. That's all we're going to do. We're done begging. Thank oh you guys. Oh my God, it's long. Very much. Okay. Um, we love you. We love you. We and really do. We really do. You guys are the best. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.